This is Shane Salk, and you're listening to the We're Alive Fancast. What's up, Shane? Hey guys, what's going on? Oh, not much. This is this is Mick. <laughs> hey, this is Redbeard. Hey, how are you guys? We're doing good. How are you doing? I'm not too bad myself. I'm <laughs> guessing. <laughs> Would any have guessed that Mick is Redbeard and Redbeard is Mick? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Easily confused. I know. Yeah, you think so? All no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Did that thing go? Look, you never know where that thing went. It's a terrible thing. <laughs> always got to tie it down and such. I know when it gets windy and stuff, it's just the lost cause. You know what you really got to do? You got to get one of those e things to make the other thing make work, and you can just load it onto your computer, and it's all fine. Oh, is it, there's an app for that. There is an app for that. Nice. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the app that makes apps, and I'm sure it exists. It probably does. So, and that will uh, replace us. That's patent pending on Shane Salk, so... <laughs> Do you guys make apps? Are you an app maker? No, I mean, I, I build applications. I do web stuff, but I don't do mobile apps. I, I can cook, so I've made some appetizers. That's close. Oh, hey, okay. there you go. Yeah. yeah we're, we're good to go, then. we got the bases covered. <laughs> so, so you click here, and then you put that... Yeah, put that in your mouth. <laughs> Shut up. It's called the app app. It's very meta. Yes. <laughs> I really want to find a way that you can make I want to take a, a cat and somehow make its legs meta so you can have meta pause. Your cat in the app. <laughs> takes a second. Takes a second. Cat in the app. Oh, that's good. Cat in the app. The 2014 Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, that Twitter. Yes, it's 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 quickly becoming it's aware of itself. <laughs> yeah. uh, it took me so long to figure out what TBT was, and I thought I thought it was everybody was trying to do like TBA, and I was like, well, what are they going to announce? And then I was just <laughs> wait, I don't know what that means. TBT Tuber- like- tuberculosis Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh mother! Uh, isn't it Throwback Thursday? Yeah, oh, it is. Okay, okay. Oh, thank goodness. I'm not the only person that t- took a long time. To- when it, when- oh, that was MySpace, Tuberculosis Tuesday. My bad. <laughs> MySpace. Oh, when, well, when, when we first started on, um, when, um, like, instant, uh, AOL Instant Messenger started. Oh, yeah. Good like, way back times. in the day. They had, yeah, but I remember talking to a friend over it, and um, it, he did, he said, can I, like, good talking to you, or, or can I talk to you or something? And I was like, and he goes, I go, sure. He goes, G two G, and I was like, I didn't know what that meant. I was figured it meant like guy to guy. And I was like, yeah, man. Like, what do you need? And then he never responded. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? Left. <laughs> My self esteem dropped that day. Well, that's pretty funny. Well, man, we're we're glad to have you on here. Absolutely. Thinking I don't know about you guys. Well. We, we are pretty small in the scheme of things. <laughs> Aren't we all, though? Yes. Isn't that? We already How's, got that. How did you know? I've <laughs> been struggling with that all day. I, it creeps me out whenever I turn like turn turn on a TV channel, and it's like, you're watching Q13 Fox. I'm like, how did you know? <laughs> he, Big Brother's watching all the time, guys. You got to be careful. He is. Speaking of Fox, I saw that picture you posted where you were... Uh, so it's something oh. about working the carpet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a big. It was a, a big uh, event for um, for Fox. They had all the cast of all their big shows there, and it was cool. I saw um, a lot of people, <laughs> like all the cast of like the New Girl and and 
the other Fox shows. <laughs> Not 24, just, right? Just on every, every show. No, I didn't see anybody from 24 there. I didn't meet anybody from 24, but um, or at least I didn't meet the, the main guys. Um, but I think they had a whole other thing for them because that's coming back. These, these, these were all the shows that are like, um, like The Last Man and... Const- Constantine yeah. or something like that? The ones that What's didn't it? give up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fox. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I go to those things. That's pretty cool. When I can. Um, who else was there? I don't know. I saw Zoe Deschanel and I kind of was like... Bleh. Yeah, that's pretty much you had, didn't like, have to worry about anybody else. Well, I, call that, I call that a win. Yeah, right? <laughs> um... Yeah, but that was in that's I'm in New York right now and that was in I was in uh, Central Park in New York. So that was awesome. That is awesome. They had great food. <laughs> great food. And the important you gotta know the important things. Oh yeah. Uh, like those. Well, you know, people don't normally show up to things unless there's food. <clears throat> or booze. Or or booze. <laughs> yeah. That's how you can get them. Just hook uh, them <laughs> I was just walking by and I smelled something, so I grabbed a tray and they let me in. It was great. <laughs> just give them an app. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure there is somewhere somebody that thought they were so clever that they were like, oh, we're going to make app apps. And so, like, all the appetizers are like spring rolls that are shaped like the Twitter app or like Facebook <laughs> or something. They thought they were so clever. What, what is that? Uh, mo- molecular gastronomy? That stuff is crazy. Yes. I don't know how they. Do you, that. you just incorporate that, and it's a win. Yeah, I. I mean, I. I think it's amazing when you see certain things, and you know, whoever came up with that thought they were just the most clever person in the whole. It just worked out so perfectly. Yeah, like the guy behind Dippin' Dots. Yeah, well, there we go. well, well, you're already on your way to kind of going where I was going to go because if you make everything into ice cream, well. Who's going to say no to that? <laughs> well, you remember when, when uh, astronaut ice cream was like the hugest thing? And I never got <laughs> it because it was like, it's like a stale candy. Like, what? <laughs> like, it's cool, but it gives me no actual feeling like I'm eating ice cream. <laughs> I actually sent, uh, my brother was in Afghanistan and his favorite ice cream was mint chocolate chip. Yeah. So I hunted down mint chocolate chip astronaut ice cream to send him in, you know, a care package. Yeah, because that was the only way you know he couldn't get ice cream through the mail. But <laughs> <laughs> that was the second best thing. Did it, did he like it? Was it good? He did. Yeah, he said it That's was good. Awesome. But of course, he said he shared it with a lot of people too. So it must have not been that great. <laughs> <laughs> He's a giver. He is a giver. Yes, I like your brother. He didn't I'm share a- much when he was little, so I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> shared a lot, but a lot of like pain and physical anguish. Right. That's how my brother was a sharer. <laughs> Taught me things like how to ride my bike after getting punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> how to always find the nearest room with a lock on it after you punch him. <laughs> he was four years older and a rock climber, so I didn't really have a lot of chance. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. But to all the people out there who are tinier little brothers, I am now at least like three or four inches taller than him and bigger than him. So... He uh he didn't get the last laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of brings us right into our little segments here. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and get you to talk about yourself just for a minute and kind of give us an introduction to Shane Salk. Shane Salk. I was born a small black child. <laughs> um, no, I was born in, in Seattle, Washington, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, if you don't know, if you're not aware... We won the last Super Bowl, so suck it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I... I it's pretty close, know, though, right? What is? The Super Bowl. It was a close game. Oh, it was. It was... It was. Uh, they were just right there the whole time, edge of your seat. Um, that was sarcasm. If I really Sorry didn't to throw you off there. They, yeah, no, that was, was a blowout. It was, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> even, even Seattle fans were like, we were so excited. We have not won a major sporting event since... Uh, since the last time we won a major sporting event, it was for the Supersonics, which don't even exist anymore. And they won the same year that the our football team um, was created. So oh, it was wow. a while. Yeah. That was, um, was, that, was that before Sean Kemp? Uh, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I, pro- I think so, because I was aware of Sean Kemp. And I think they won in like 79 or something. Oh, yeah, way before. Yeah. 
I'm terrible. I, I like sports because of Seattle. I don't actually know anybody that plays on it. You just caught me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am aware that he is a person who played the basketball. <laughs> oh, sports. Sports. Aren't they fun? What was the question? I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, you were a small black child in Seattle. Child in Seattle. Um, yeah, I... I um, grew up in Seattle. I played sports for for I played soccer for like 15 years in Seattle, and I actually was going to play when I was in in college. And then the, the the week before I was supposed to be there, I called and told him I was like, you know what, I don't have time to do. I was a theater major, and I was like, I don't have time to do soccer and theater at the same time. I just don't. So I didn't play soccer for for my college. Um, but um, oh, what else? Uh, I never expected you to ask a question about me. That's well, so... you're, you're still playing soccer, aren't you? Uh, I try. Um, I, I have, after I graduated, I played soccer, and I've played, uh, I play, like, recreationally, but nothing, like, not on any team. Well, or, yeah. uh, I own cleats. Well, that's an important first step. Right? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I did, I did, uh, I mean, my, my training is all mostly theater and, and stuff like of that nature. I did, you know, I did plays and stuff when I was in, uh, in high school and I, in middle school. And I, even in like kindergarten and first grade, we had those little shows. And I, I, that's when I first started loving theater and acting and everything. Even growing up, I either wanted to be an actor or a soccer player. And I would have given all that up to be an astronaut, but they had terrible ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about it do you like so much? Is there any, like one thing in particular or? Well, when you first started, when I was in kindergarten and everything like that, I really liked it because, you know, I, there's definitely an attention factor, and I was really good at it. Um, and at that level, being really good at it means you could memorize lines. And I was very proud <laughs> of myself because you could, you know, I could memorize lines. Yeah. And, you know, my teacher, I remember once we had two different sections doing the same play, and it was just for the class or whatever, nothing big. Um, but one of the people was sick who was playing my part in the other section. So they called me in to play that part in that section. And I was, you know, I was very happy about it. I really loved doing it. Um, it just made me feel good. Um, as I grew and when I, you know, you got to college and to, you know, in high school, I had a really hard time my, my freshman year and I don't really know why. Um, but the second semester I, I did the play and I, I just knew that I had to do the play or else I was going to be miserable. And I, it was it just makes me feel so much better. And I come to realize it's much more about the art and the artisticness. And after co and in college, I learned that a lot of it is about telling the truth and um, expressing yourself and expressing somebody else's written words. And there's a big thing about, you know, people say, oh, I love playing. Uh, I, I love taking myself out of it and playing this character. But any actor will really tell you it's not about taking yourself out. It's finding yourself in the character. So it's a lot less about lying and it's a lot more about being honest. And a great actor will be honest with you and, and, and share with you things about themselves through radio or the theater or film. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis does this all the time. That's why he's amazing, because you believe everything he's saying. You believe this stuff. Um, and uh, that's that's why I love it. It's it's just something that I've always grasped onto, and I just feel so good doing it. And um, it really, for me, is about sharing stuff with everybody else. Hmm. So where did you find yourself when playing the genie? I found I paint myself blue in my own. <laughs> like like they'll play a little game of Avatar, right? Well, it's it's funny because when I did that. Um, People would find me because I got the script and I go over the script. So you do find yourself in there, however ridiculous and stupid <laughs> that sounds. If you think about it, you know, there's a point where the, the re there's a reason the genie does all these things. He, you know, um, he there's a reason that he loves being this showman. There's a reason that that he gets so hurt when Aladdin breaks his promise. You know, those are the realities and those are the emotions that you can look for. Um, and yes, I am aware of how ridiculous this sounds, but what are you going <laughs> to do? <laughs> no, it was great. It was entertaining. I watched the little clip that was out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> hey, I like uh, bringing it back to We're Alive, we, uh, What's that? you said something that made me think of this question. Uh, what ways are you and Angel alike? I think we're both some of the most handsome people that ever walked the face of the earth. True, true. Um, true. So that's definitely important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which brings me to one of my questions real quick. Oh, God. 
Um, how, how, how is it working on the, you know, just the production set of South Park? The production side of South Park? What? Well, because uh, you look like uh, Matt, uh, Trey Parker. Oh! <laughs> Oh, you I wouldn't say it. it looks. I mean, he's got crazy hair like Trey Parker. Doesn't look like Trey Parker. Gotcha. It's a lot of fun. Um, I have no clever response to this. I'm so sorry. sorry. I, don't know. <laughs> I also get Matt Fester sometimes. If anybody knows who that is. So, uh, let me finish off that last question with. Yeah, uh, I don't know where we are. I don't know how. Where did you lose track of this interview? Oh, about <laughs> the first minute then. Well, about about six months ago when we started. I'll <laughs> <Right>. say <laughs> uh, so I'd ask you what uh, what ways you and Angel were alike, and what ways oh, yeah. are y'all different? Well, I mean, we are very alike in in a lot of the, the terms of you know, Angel gets a little bit more um, frantic and and panicky sometimes than than I would usually get. Um, but everybody, like I said, everybody has I have that in me. Um, I am. I can definitely, you know, Angel had this thing where he just always wanted to be, um, like, listened to. And he also didn't always express it in the right, the same, the right way to get people to really listen to what he had to say, even if it was great ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had that that utter need. Um, and so it's, you know, everybody has that in them. And that's what I just find in, in myself is that, that utter need to um, be listened to. Um, I mean, Angel and I are very, very similar in, in, you know, the, like the wit, especially like that, that kind of com- most of the comedy you, you hear in there is, is me, but he also is a very serious and he's very serious about what he does. Um, and he's good at what he does, even though sometimes it derails. Yeah. He gets better. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> at what he did. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily, um, derail as much as he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was scarily self-aware and honestly a little bit brave to say that about yourself. I think. Well, thank you. I, you know, it's really there is a lot of work that goes into acting, and there's a lot of work when you when you delve into a character. And I, I really, really mean it that it's a lot about finding this stuff in you and go where are the even the bad stuff. You know, when when a villain plays a villain. Nobody thinks they're the villain. They find in themselves what makes this character genuine and what makes them right. You know, mm-hmm. um, for instance, the Batman, you know, the Joker, he's psychotic, but things make sense to him, even though his whole thing is there are no rules, nothing makes sense. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that's the definition of insanity is being able to rationalize the irrational. Exactly. And that's what Heath Ledger did so well. He is not, well, that's a terrible one, because he thinks he's a villain. He wants to be the villain. So let's go with a different Batman villain. This is terrible. Um, <laughs> sure, we can talk Batman all night. This would be great. Yeah, right? But that, you, you get what I'm saying. is like somebody who plays the villain, even if they're killing thousands of people, they don't think they're doing anything wrong. They are in the right for some reason. And that's what you have to find in yourself. You have to look in yourself and find those deep, dark places and find the flaws in your character and find flaws in yourself. And that's why people love the characters, and that's why people believe them. Whether the hero, the villain, the the um, nut job uncle, like that's why people love them. Dexter is a perfect example where you get really scared watching Dexter because you see so much of yourself in the character, and you start wondering if you're psychotic. <laughs> um, but he, it's just because he did such a good job at finding himself in that role. He Does really did. I hope, yeah, and I. I hope we get to see him in something else. <laughs> Whoa. He's not typecast. He's on Broadway right now, actually. On Broadway? Yeah. Michael I was thought you were talking right? about Heath Ledger. I was like, what in the world are you guys talking about? No, he's not. No, Dexter. The guy played Dexter. Michael C. Hall, yes. I think. Yeah. Yes. He's on Broadway right now. That's great. Well, I have another weird life question, Redbeard, unless you have one. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, do you have a favorite angel moment? Uh, yeah, um, it's it's really interesting coming from where I come from with all these characters and and uh, and doing the show. Um, one of my favorite moments um, for Angel is: Do you guys remember when they first found the the um, ants? They were playing poker and they found the ants, and one of them crushes the ant, 
the uh, Saul crushes the ant, and then the other ants come and collect him and carry him away. Yes. Yeah. That is actually one of my favorite scenes in all of, of We're Alive, and mostly because recording that was one of the most fun things that... That was just such a fun thing for me to record. Um, and that's what I think of, you know. All the moments, you know, I, I love... Um, you know, the, 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 the moments with, with the behemoth and all the improv that we did. And I saw somebody wrote something about the, the line about Jesus, Mary and some other guy, like all that stuff. <laughs> like, I love listening to it. And but recording with those guys and with all those people and and the, the fun that we had is that's really what I think of when I think of the moments um, that are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Recording with recording with um, Michael and Saul, you know, was with Nate and, and uh, Jim was always my favorite, just because we always goofed around and just made fun of each other. For- <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Yeah, nothing but. That's Let's awesome. See. What um, yeah, some people mentioned their favorite lines. You you pulled one of them out. Oh yeah. And somebody else said, you know. <laughs> I forget what what happened, but whenever Saul, I, no, I don't, I don't forget, but Saul hits the commander, and you're like, <laughs> you swerved to hit him. <laughs> yeah. You hit the commander. That, that, you that swerved right to there, hit him. That line right there um, was probably when I knew I was going to listen to this show. Yeah. Like when I downloaded it the first time, and that happened, I was like, okay, that's you know that's really funny, and this also really good, intense. Um, little dramatic even in the first piece uh show so that at that point i knew that i was gonna keep listening to that show yeah it was like that was episode one i think one I or think two so well yeah it was it was definitely the first chapter yeah um yeah i think humor is incredibly important um especially when doing a lot of you know real <laughs> trying to be real because there's humor in our lives all the time you know people are funny in different ways but humanity can't exist without some kind of humor or else they're just going to drive themselves crazy. So especially in a situation like that, very high intense, um, it's, you know, you're going to you're going to get, you know, without a little bit of the humor in there, it's uh, it's not going to feel feel right. And we definitely threw that in there and you see a lot of that, a <laughs> lot of that. And a lot of it was like on the cuff, off the cuff stuff. Um, and it was great. Some of the time, I'll be honest, some of the time we were improving, or at least for me, I'll speak for me only, there was some improv when I just couldn't find the line on the script. I was like, I don't uh, marry it. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> you got the show must go on. I'd do that without a script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I hope one day somebody just says Jesus, Mary, and some other guy. I don't remember. <laughs> to like, just like they drop a, a bucket of nails or something and they say that. I don't know why a bucket of nails. Who's carrying a bucket of nails? This person needs help. A roofer, I guess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And now we have our answer. <laughs> Especially if you drop it all the way up the house, you're probably going to be saying some stuff. <laughs> if you drop it from the roof, you're probably saying, I'm out of here and running as quickly as possible. <laughs> Especially in New York. <laughs> That's a very tall <laughs> roof. <laughs> I was on the Empire State Building the other day and I dropped a bucket of nails. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, okay, so um, I don't have a whole lot of questions. Sure, you think you stole I'll, a good portion of the Sorry, we, we do that. We, have, we both have such great questions. Yeah, we, we could take talk them. for hours about anything. What do you want to talk well, about? Well, we've got a bunch of fan questions here uh, we can run through. I'm going to go back to some of the other stuff for a second. Okay. Uh, this is going to sound crazy to the listeners, but because we're going back and forth between We're Alive and you personally or what you've done, I gotta know. In your singing demo, you sung the Avenue Q song. Have you done that play? You guys have done your research. What did that you was... find? <laughs> <laughs> it was oh so entertaining. God, that, that is like better at this online presence thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is one of the funniest plays out there. And so I was like, <laughs> I just want to know if you had really been a part of that, or if you just chose that for your singing reel, or just chose that. That was for a very, very specific. Thing that I was doing, and somebody asked me to do that um, and and put put those that reel together for this very specific thing, and I threw it together in like twenty minutes or less. <laughs> um, and I think it sounds terrible, but hire me anyway. 
um, no, I was not part of that show. It's it it was that that was sp- picked very specifically for something. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> no, but I do have puppetry experience. Do you really? I've actually so yeah, I do. Well, working with Disney, um, they actually trained us in some puppeteering stuff, so that was pretty cool. Um, the I, I was a I was. Um, worked with the the Sebastian puppet and, and some other stuff on Disney um, for random stuff. But I did in college, I was in Little Shop of Horrors uh, and I played the, the... the plant puppet. <laughs> I, but I, wasn't the, see more. I wasn't the voice. I was just the puppet. Oh, really? <laughs> the voice. I was just the puppet and I won two awards for this thing. It was wow. awesome. I don't know how. That's really Puppets good. Are incredible. Yeah. So no, I was not in Avenue Q, unfortunately. <laughs> One day. One day. If, any, if anybody hasn't seen that, go look it up on YouTube. It's hilarious. I, so, uh, I think Jenna McCombie told us the first time she met you, you scared her really bad. Oh, yes. On Which the barn. Story is she telling? <laughs> on the on the on the set of the barn. Yeah, she wasn't the... allowed to meet you until y'all were filming, and I think you had yeah. to tie her up and something. I'm not sure. Well, that was actually. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. That was actually the second time we met. Oh, was it? But okay, maybe I, not, I couldn't I be remembering it wrong. No, I no 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 no. I didn't know it, and the first time we met was very very quick. And she might not have told this story, but we met at an audition for something completely separately. But her hair was like blonde, I think. And so we like we were throwing this fris- frisbee around or something. Now what she's telling me telling is the story of yeah we met on the <laughs> <laughs> we met on the side of the barn. And so this was this horror movie, um, and we were shooting outside, and it was I, I think it was the winter, and it was really really cold, and there was a trailer, but she had to get her all of her makeup done in this trailer, and they didn't want me to meet see her. They wanted that that to get on camera. Like that first, that first reaction to get on camera. Um, so I actually had to sit outside um, for, for a couple hours while they were setting up all these shots. And we were not allowed to talk. Even when we were shooting, I would do the, do the shots. And I came around the corner and, yeah, I had half of my face just, like, burnt off with this makeup. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then... And then um, Every time they yelled cut, I had to go away. I had to, like, hide from her. <laughs> and then at the end of it, they put us in this car, um, and then they wanted some yeah, blooper reel or something, so they said, just go! So there's there's somewhere floating around, there's a clip of her and I sitting in this car ta- uh, talking, and, and I think at the very end of it, she hits on me. <laughs> 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 and that was, the fir- that was the first time we worked together, yeah. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a question from uh, yet another bloody cheek from the forums, and it kind of I mixed my question in with his. But uh, can you talk a little bit about some of the projects you're involved in now? I knew I saw something about a movie you said you wrapped up recently. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been working on a lot of different things. Um, I mean, I did uh, a little while ago. I did um, a Christmas Carol with with some Emmy guys. Uh, do you guys know Rob Paulson and and Maurice Lamarche? Um, yes. Voices of Pinky and the Brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Neil Flynn, who is a janitor on Scrubs. Um, he's he's in the also in the middle. So, yeah, the middle. Exactly. He's the, the guy in the middle. Um, did uh, a Christmas card with them, and we did it actually in English and Spanish. Um, that was cool. Um, I did, I directed, um, recently I directed a movie um, out in New York. I was, I was hired to direct this uh, musical, um, which I had not directed a musical before. Hmm. Um, that was, that was really cool. We, we ended up shooting in, in a lot of it was done in Central Park. Um, so we got to shoot in Central Park and then we got to shoot, I want to say the Brooklyn Bridge, but it could have been a totally different bridge. I really should know these things. Um, I'm still relatively new. So, and they put me in a car and they're like, we're going to the next location. I was like, okay, let's go. Um, and, uh. Uh, and that went, it went really, really well. We're in post-production now and it's going to hit, it's called Life Interrupted. Um, and that's going to be hitting, uh, uh, festivals and stuff. And if anybody, so, um, if anybody like wants to know about this stuff, obviously you can follow me on Twitter and, and find me on Facebook, my fan stuff. I am trying desperately to get better at both of those things. <laughs> um, so, but I always respond if people like write me questions or anything like that, but I'm not, I'm, 
I wish I was better at always tweeting. I was keeping up with you. You did like a 30-day of tweeting challenge. Well, I, I gave myself a challenge of 100 days of Twitter, and I don't days. think I made 100 at all. I think I probably a... made... Did I make 30? No, you made a few. I don't, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you made 100 or not. I don't I don't think so. I think I maybe... I, I want to say I made like two months, which is not bad. Yeah, and then I kind of like... I think I, I think I flew back to New York. I was in L.A. doing that. I think I flew back to, had to fly back to New York, and then I kind of lost it. But I'll try it again. I will try it again <laughs> for you. You may need uh, some thought for this next question, so okay. that's perfectly fine. we got plenty of time. Uh, <laughs> Roger Dodger asks, uh, he says, my question for Shane, what's the best burrito you, you've ever had? Where did you find it, and who did you share it with? <laughs> I really appreciate this question. <laughs> And, and I appreciate you thinking that I need time to think about it. Right. The best burrito that I have ever eaten. Now, I have to, I have to tell this story very carefully because there's two, right? there's two different kinds of the best burrito. There's the best burrito that you, like, you're, you sit down, like this is a gourmet burrito, you know, and everything about this burrito was great. And you eat it, and you're like, "Oh, that's amazing." Mm -hmm. And then the, the the story that this is about is the burrito that just felt the best. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was I was in Mexico. I was in Mexico, and I was I was working with Disney, and we were um, very responsibly, um, incredibly legally hammered. Um, but but it was okay, you know. We were we were all very safe, and I was with the cast. And um, I found a burrito cart in some corner of some town in somewhere <laughs> in Mexico. And I don't even know what the meat was. But the minute I took a bite out of it, I I just knew that this was love at first bite. All right, so we've heard a uh, Shane Salk might be a cannibal, and it tasted good. <laughs> <laughs> those are those taco shacks man those those are the best though there's actually there's a there's an amazing taco cart um uh in um la at the corner of like la brea and highland like right over in that corner and most people are gonna they don't intersect and yes they do they at one point they do so calm down um <laughs> there's an amazing taco cart that shows up there that that i would say that is the most delicious flavored burrito that I've ever had. Mm. We may have to make, take note of that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that answer was satisfactory. I can't believe you answered like so to, quickly. You know. you didn't take you long at all. You had two stories. Yeah, I well, you know, I'm I'm no veteran to radio. You got to keep keep talking. Dead air is dead air, man. <laughs> okay. Burn burrito. Uh, yes. Sarah Gore asks um What's the hardest scene for you to perform, or what was the hardest scene for you to perform, and with whom? The hardest. Is that emotionally? No other context. I don't know. Whatever you, whichever one was the, just the hardest for you, in whatever way you want. Um, there was the scene in the the hospital with um, where we thought we were gonna, we told people to 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 leave. Um, and we were stuck in a room, and Angel made the call that it was he had to he he actually had to come to a realization that that they were gonna die. Um, and and over the the radio, he he was talking to uh he was talking to um, Riley, and he was just telling her to go. Um, that was that was a challenge. Um, like I say, you know, there's a lot of work involved in breaking down a script and. Uh, and, you know, for me, I, you know, I edited constantly and, uh, you know, going over the scripts so many times, um, it's, <laughs> I have to really get into a different mind space because you're editing your own performance. Um, and so, you know, a lot of actors will tell you they really hate watching themselves or listening to themselves or whatever. Um, but I remember going over that, like the day of shooting and I'm running around doing a lot of stuff for recording and having to, you know, try to find the time to get myself into the mindset to do that that scene um, just because in my head it's it's you've made a decision that you are going to die you've made a decision that you're going to tell someone that you're going to die and you've made a decision that that this is ap the, the best thing for everybody 
is your data. And that's pretty deep yeah. to, to you know, sit there and go the best thing for people as a whole, as the group, as, as the, for the greater good, is to literally walk away, to literally kill yourself, um, and literally let people think that, uh, that you just gave up. Um, and knowing it's the best thing is really hard. That is tough. And I, I remember that scene very well. And I got to say, you sold it. It was pretty tough to listen to. Thank you. <clears throat> and it's, it's, it's funny when you, when you hear people say like, oh, I loved doing that scene or I loved, uh, you know, I love acting because that's the kind of stuff you do. Um, but it just feels like, you know, especially in the, in the script and the story and the story arc and everything at that moment, that was, that was exactly what needed to happen. And it's, it's, you know, it's hard to get yourself there. There's, you can totally tell the difference between somebody not getting there and somebody who you believe. Right. Well, that was definitely believable. That <laughs> was. Thank you. And, uh, then, you know, I think you, in that same scene, you went from, you could tell you went from, I want to get out of here to, oh no, I might have to die to, okay, I'm going to die. And then you go from that point to, you know, getting resolved to live, uh, not to live, but you get, you get resolved to be courageous for the other person you're trying to, to sacrifice yourself for. Yeah. So yeah, it was just so many transitions and it was, yeah, was, I, I need to go back and re-listen to that. <laughs> with this information and then also back to the uh the ant thing yeah the ant thing i want to hear that again it was just i don't know why that one just sticks out of my mind of having so much fun recording with those guys in that scene <laughs> <laughs> we asked this to everybody as well um if you could pick any of the characters from we're alive to survive with whom would you choose and why you know i would probably pick michael you know, you, you would pick, you know, you'd think I'd pick, you know, Riley or somebody that, that, but, and, and again, it's, it's hard for me to separate the actor from the character because as you probably asked everybody, you know, how are you similar and how are you different? Right. A lot of these guys are very similar. Um, it, they come out and, you know, Jim is, I loved working with Jim and if I was going to survive, I would probably want to survive with Jim. He's, he's a leader and he's, um. Uh, he's a leader. He's funny. He's creative. You know, you, he gives you the feeling he really knows what he's doing, and that's what Michael is, and that's exactly who I'd want us to to uh, have to jump into the fray with. Yeah, that's a great question. All right, <laughs> great question. Yes, uh, <laughs> you did fantastic. You asked that question so well. That answer was pretty good, but I got to hand it to myself. So. <laughs> 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 that was a good answer, but uh, that question was delivered fantastic. <laughs> you did answer it, right? I did. I, I, <laughs> I was li- <laughs> I was cr- congratulating myself and I asked that question so well, I wasn't even listening to the answer. <laughs> I loved your Happy Mother's Day video. I was creeping on your Facebook. Oh yeah, <clears throat> right before this. You know what the best part about that was? What was it? Nobody mentioned their own mother. Like no. all four of us. No, all four of us mentioned somebody else's mother. So <laughs> that was the yeah, the very end. Wait, yeah. whose name did you say? Phyllis? No, that's my mom. We were we were. Reco- I mean, I was just with some friends, and we were recording that. And uh, this lady at another table, I like, I'm, I'm laughing. I look over, and this lady is like, like beaming, and she's like, she's like, that was really nice. I was like, oh, thanks. She's like, I, I was almost crying, and I was like, well, you, you know, we didn't actually mention our own moms, right? And she's yeah. like, now I'm angry. Yeah, you're, you're dumb for <laughs> you guys thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Get back to your sure. burrito. Yeah. <laughs> Drink your mimosa. Yes. She was with oh, she was with her daughter, and her daughter had the coolest tattoo of an old school um, uh, Nintendo controller on her leg. Awesome. I had nothing with anything. I just thought it was a really cool tattoo. This girl will have no idea I've ever talked about her. That is cool. Did you go put in the contra code and see what happens? Upright, <laughs> upright. Up right. uh, up uh, pretty close. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I did hit B and I got punched, so that one worked. Right. <laughs> well, double dragon. All right. <laughs> That's the other tattoo. I didn't even have. I didn't have the original Nintendo. 
I didn't have, I didn't get anything until N64 um, because my parents just wouldn't allow them. So I would always sneak over to other people's houses to play Super Nintendo because I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know the cheat codes you were talking about or whatnot. Sorry. It was, it was pretty close oh. for not having a Nintendo, and that's, yeah. that's really sad. I know there's an up and there's a down, and I went, just went with it. Right. <laughs> I, thought that was a, I thought that was a prerequisite to getting into the Nerdist Theater. <laughs> <laughs> just knowing, knowing <laughs> Nintendo. That's, yeah, that's the password I, to get backstage, I thought. This is, this is, oh, God, I shouldn't tell you guys these things. This is just going to kill my credibility. <laughs> Nobody I, listens to this show. Don't no, you're oh, fine. I, uh, I did, what? I did see that you, uh, you you made some kind of an appearance at the Nerdist Theater. Was that for We're Alive, or was that something yeah. else? No, I'm, uh, well, I, the, the, at the Nerdist Theater was the We're Alive. We had the live show there. Okay. Uh, I've been to the Nerdist I've met um, Chris a couple times, actually. That's, Very cool. That's yeah, he's a really, really nice guy. I know he, he should be he should be Canadian. I mean, those, those guys can't be mean. <laughs> Canadians, yeah, but here, okay. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say this. This is a worldwide podcast. I'm not gonna start crashing people. What's wrong with you? Well, we we have we have some we have a few people that listen to our show that are from Canada, but uh, I, I I'm really Canada. talking about talking about Adam in particular. Oh, Adam, <laughs> Adam, that jerk. Speaking of Adam specifically, he direct messaged me on Twitter and he asked me. He said you're his favorite character, and he asked to get a shout out. And you just called him a jerk. <laughs> I call everybody I love a jerk. <laughs> Adam, you contact me, and I will give you a shout out other places. I don't know. I'll give you. What do you want? What do you want, Adam? Contact me and tell me what you want. I'll help you out. He's my boy. All right. <laughs> He's gonna love that. He is. <laughs> oh um, <my> goodness. <laughs> and we thought I was I was with some friends earlier. I don't know why I just thought this. I was with some friends earlier, and uh, and I was drinking before your your podcast because I had to relax, you know, and um, eating burritos, um, and then uh, all that stuff. Then we had some ice cream and freeze dried it, delicious. And then poked some some tattoos. Um, but we, <laughs> a friend of mine was like, "Can I come over and listen?" I was like, "No, what, what's wrong with you?" So we thought it'd be really funny. Is that at one point during this whole interview, she just banged on the wall. And and then I was like, Mom, I'm doing my interview. <laughs> oh, I don't want a hot pocket. <laughs> that is so funny. I've I've thought the same thing to like have my wife in there doing something like that, and be like, Ma, podcast, Ma. <laughs> Shane, you're in New York, right? Yeah, I'm living the dream. I'm in an apartment. Mom, stop it! Stop <laughs> it! Put my laundry over there and shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I'll walk the dog later. God, I'll walk him later. I don't know what that voice is, but I like it. God! Sounds like any. upset Randy on South Park, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> sure and cool. God! <laughs> yes. So are, are, are you uh, planning on moving to New York permanently? Well, at the moment, I've been going back and forth between L.A. and New York. Um, I've had projects in, in both places. Um Man, um, I love New York. I absolutely love New York. Um, but uh, I have, you know, a number of uh, projects that will easily take me back to LA. Um, couple zombie ones, actually. Oh, cool. um, but uh, you know, that's. I wish I had a good answer for you. If I if I knew where I was going to be in like three months, I'd make a million dollars as a mind reader or something. <laughs> so, so where do you see yourself in? Um, well I was going to see myself in four years what if I said dead like what if that was what I like came up with wow it's like in four years I'm probably coked out of my mind or dead that's what (laughs) I'm no I don't do drugs now I'm just I'm not an optimist (laughs) some people see the (laughs) what it's inevitable it's inevitable (laughs) or I could be the other way it's like in four years the moon. I'm gonna make a billion dollars in a month and buy me a rocket. Nice. The president of Canada. We're gonna finally reunite it. Yeah. You know, one big country. One country under the North Pole. Well, to be a Canadian mayor does not take a whole lot of effort these days. So. Yeah. Well, I I was in I lived in Canada for about three months uh, working. Um, for uh, we were rehearsing for Disney up there. It's a very nice city. You wouldn't have any idea. 
He does not represent the Canadian people. No, not by any means. But it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it is a little funny. <laughs> uh, but in a very, you know, diplomatic way. It doesn't offend anybody. Because that's what it's all about. Not offending people. <laughs> right. That's the whole goal. The whole goal of everything. <laughs> I mean, it's tragic. Tragic? Not really, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, Shane... I, uh, I just want to say thanks. We kept going back and forth. We're trying to get different times to talk, and either we couldn't do it, or uh, or it was late and you were busy and things like that. But I appreciate you staying with us and helping us uh, get this chance to talk to you. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, honestly, you guys, you know, I'm I'm more than I'm around. You know, if you guys want to talk again, great. If people want to talk to me, message me, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Like, oh, I'm around, and I really feel that everything that we're alive has become. You know, first chapter, then the second chapter, all this stuff. You know, it's all comes down to you guys and the fans. And that's the only reason for for everything that I've done and everything I ever will do comes back to this and to you guys and the fans. And I could not be more grateful for everybody and everything. I, I just, I couldn't. Um, so anytime. Anytime you guys need anything, I'm here. Any questions you guys have, I'm here, and and I love it. That's really cool. That is cool, and thank you, and you're welcome for us being here, I guess. Um, <laughs> the fans in our that glory. Is. My questions were fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to go down in history. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. But yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Been, it's been a blast talking to you, Shane. Of course, of course. And if people want to hear more, like know some of the projects that I've been talking about and stuff and, and what I do have coming up, again, find me on Twitter, Facebook, or whatnot. Yeah, and what's your website again? Uh, well, there's shanesalk.com. Again, I'm not great at updating it. So Twitter and, uh, and if and if you find um, the fan page on Facebook as well. Okay, those Very are good. Yep, yeah, and we'll put and all those Twitter links in the show notes. Okay, yeah, we'll put all those links in the show notes. So um, Great. So you guys can find them there. Well, I guess that wraps us up, Redbeard. Awesome. Okay, yeah. Until so, <laughs> next time, talk to you later, Shane. Bye, guys. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the We're Alive Fancast. If you would like to send feedback to the show, you can email us at we'realive at mickred.com, and we will read your mail on the show. We want to know what you think about We're Alive each week. Tweet us or email us your theories and reactions to that week's show. You can tweet us at, at WAFancast. Visit our website at mickred.com. Mickred is always spelled M-I-C-K-R-E-D. You can find the We're Alive Fancast on Facebook. Just search We're Alive Fancast. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for letting us use his song Ghost Apocalypse in this podcast. This has been a Mickred production. Hey guys, before we start this next part, just want you to know, uh, it's not quite kid-friendly. Not, you know, it's no crazy expletives or anything, it's just a little bit uh, suggestive. Enjoy. Um, mother announcery for some reason, I don't know why. No, that's good. Sexy, it was like, this is Shane's song. It sounded like Angel, too. Yeah? That's weird. I know, that's... that's that guy... What a coincidence. <laughs> it's like you're not even trying. I don't try at all. <laughs> I so actually take, I take pills to make me sound like that, so thank goodness I popped them like 10 minutes ago. Awesome. Water pills. I usually sound like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Sometimes the pills wear out. All right, we're done. <laughs> so you can have menopause. Or cat in the app. <laughs> Takes a second. Takes a second. Cat in the app. That's cat good. in the app. The 2014 Dr. Seuss. <laughs> yes. He just, it's like four pages. He cut, like, the mother leaves, the kids are bored, the cat comes in, hands him an iPad, and that's it. Nothing else happens. Yeah. <laughs> they sit there and they're happy. It's a very sad the life. And then the battery runs <laughs> out and the cat. Is dead in the corner there with they don't know what's going on. Yeah, the cat's doing blow in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> do you think there's an app that it makes like your phone a mirror so you can like do lines on it? Whoa.
That's creepy. Gonna so have cat, to. Cat cocaine cat. mirror app. You this know got really doing? dark really quickly. Well, yeah, <laughs> we normally get to cocaine by the first five minutes, so it's okay. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it all uh, comes back. Cocaine, the other other white powder. Right. <laughs> well. So, oh, mother. Look so, like oh, oh, Gotcha. It's a lot of fun. Um, I have no clever response to this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, <don't> <laughs> I also get Matt Fester sometimes. If anybody knows about it. Hey, pig bleeper. Can you? Can I call you pig bleeper? <laughs> I watched that movie like I watched the bigger, longer, and uncut like two weeks ago, and I laughed just as hard. Oh, it's so funny. <sighs> I have think, you guys uh, seen Foreman? I think Squeak is in Boardwalk Empire this last season. If you watch that, really? He's he's J. Edgar Hoover. No way. Yes, I have to. I need to double check it on IMDb. But I was watching it. And I was like, he looks so familiar, and I was like, no, it's Squeak. <laughs> I, um, I, I don't, I don't have HBO right now. Um, I move around a lot, but I watched the first season. I haven't, I didn't know that he was on that. That's hilarious. It's so weird to see that stuff. And he's really good. I mean, I never would have thought, but yeah, I mean, some of the best comedian actors are some of the best, uh, straight actors, but you would never know it. You would absolutely never know it because they just do this thing because that's what they get cast as. It's fantastic. Um, uh, have you guys seen Book of Mormon? We've no. both talked about how funny it would be to get to see that. It's it's worth it. If you have a chance, go see it. Um, it's awesome. You're it, in, you're in New York City, right? At the moment, I am in New York. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, but I actually saw the show in L.A. Oh, okay. That's what I think I was going to say. I saw it in L.A., but I am in New York right now. It's about to play in Memphis. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. closer to us. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, you should go see that. How do they travel? Do they this is like the Broadway crew, or is it? It's actually a different cast. Um, it's the same show. They actually just pack up the show and take it because the Broadway show is still going on. They still have the show running on Broadway. Okay. So there's actually two tours right now. One that's doing a West Coast, and one that's doing the, the more East Coast stuff. But they do. They pack up everything, and the cast that they they cast in this tour go out and keep traveling around. They've been traveling for like three years now. Hmm. It's really insane. Nice. Yeah. Oh, mother. Hey, Shane, do you have any headphones um, or earbuds or anything? We're getting a little bit of feedback. It's oh, yeah. It, we can do with it just fine if you don't have any. Uh, I can find some. Let's see. Where? Where the hell? Plus, I just want to whisper into your ear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can also just turn down the volume, but let's see if I can find those headphones. Okay. Okay. Um, I was editing some something somewhere else, and so that's why I'm like, they're not in the usual spot. <laughs> oh wait, that's not where they go. <laughs> wait, I got it. <laughs> so yes, that's me finding headphones. <laughs> If I did it, did it as a radio drama, probably much more clear. <laughs> can you hear me? I can hear yes. you. Well, I can hear you through these headphones. Great. Oh, yeah, that's much clearer. It is. Yeah? It's crazy how... Uh, 